Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, whether it is Wednesday with the Word or Saturdays with the Traveling Pulpit, every day is the day that the Lord has made, and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. I know I am, and I hope that you are also. Welcome, family, and I'm so thankful to have this opportunity to come and share with you the Word of God. You know, we are in some very, very, very strange times, but these times are not out of the will of God. His hand is still in the mix. His plan is still being unfolded and the revealing will soon appear. You know, while we are waiting for the Lord to return the harvest is still full. The laborers are still few. But the opportunity to get to work is now. It is never too late to have an opportunity to go to, go to work for the Lord. You know, while we are here, it is it is as it is as the um the writer of Ecclesiastes, Solomon, over in 9:11 where he says Again, I saw that the sun, I'm sorry, he said, again, I saw that under the sun, the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to the intelligent, nor favor to those with knowledge, but time and chance happen to all. You know, we are all under the same penalty, the penalty of sin. And we all face the consequences of death because of our sin. But it is how we build that relationship with Christ, whether it is in the beginning of our life or whether it is in or at the end of our life. The opportunity to build your relationship with Christ is always at hand. It is always there and it will always be there for you to make that choice, whether you want to serve or not. You know, I attended my aunt's funeral in Baltimore. And as I was driving back, I was thinking about the eulogy that I performed for her and how my family, we all have have healed and we've healed together. And now I believe we're a lot stronger than we've ever been before. And now that we are at the place of we only have each other to lean on because both of our mothers are now gone. I feel that that day the word went out as it does every Wednesday and Saturday right here on the traveling pulpit and Wednesday with the word. I feel that every ounce of the word that went out in that eulogy was felt by not only my family members, but those who who knew me when I was growing up, those who saw me grow up right before their eyes. They were shocked to see that I had become an ordained minister, but they were not surprised that I had become an ordained minister. Let me explain. They were shocked to see me, but they were not surprised to see me. Because I had moved away. That is what was shocking to them. It wasn't surprising that I had become an ordained minister. It was, it was shocking that I moved away. 
because they told me we knew, you know, we knew in so many words what you or who you would become. But who are you in Christ? What gifts has the Lord presented to you? And are you using those gifts? You see, that is the question. The race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to the intelligent, nor favor to those with knowledge. But time and chance happen to all. What are you doing with your time and with your chances? When I got back home, my wife asked me a really, really, really important question. One so that it kind of made me sit back and think for a few seconds. And I answered her with this answer. She asked me, is Satan winning? With everything that is going on around us, with the pandemic, I said what I said, with the pandemic, um, with the vaccine, with the the infection rate, if you will, what they say, all these things tie into something. It ties into the revealing, the revelation, because we have come so far now that it is time for this world to come to an end. So now Satan has gone about his business because he knows his days draws nigh that he will eventually be put into the lake of fire. So he is doing everything he can now with his temporary limited power to distract and destroy every person on this earth. And it may seem like he's doing a very good job at it, but you know what? The power of God that is in Christ that sent him to the cross and into the grave and then rose again on the third, third day. It is through relationship that we have this opportunity right now to be with Christ. You see, over in Luke 22, Peter has been asked by Satan that he may sift him as wheat, Jesus says, because Satan had to come to Jesus to get permission to sift him. And as I told my wife, yes, Satan is winning, but here is how he's winning. He's winning in appearances and only appearances. He's winning by the things that we see. But remember a few weeks ago, I said, those that see the world, they don't have no sight. But those that have no sight in Christ, Christ allows them to see. So you see, Satan is only winning in appearances. What is happening is that he is using those appearances as a tool to discombobulate the weak minded so that they become disassembled from God. And therefore, he can pounce like a hyena separating the baby cow or baby calf from the herd. Easier when they're separated, they, their defenses are lower because they have no protection around them. And so, as I told my wife, yes, I believe Satan is winning, but he's only winning in appearances. I went on to tell her that in Luke 22, 
and 31 that Satan had to ask for permission to take Peter and sift him as wheat. And if you remember, Satan had to ask for permission to test Job as we are now today being asked that we might be sifted as wheat. And instead of individually being sifted as wheat, or I should say also as we all are being sifted as wheat individually, we are also being sifted as wheat as the world is now being shaken. This world is now being shaken. The things that we see going on in, in Australia, the things that we see going on in France, the things that we see going on in Israel and Rome, the things that we see are happening right here in the United States that is sifting, that is being sifted. And remember one thing, traveling pulpit family, the wheat falls to the floor because it has something solid. It has something of value in it. It produces bread. So when the wheat falls to the floor, the chaff is what blows away because it is empty. It is hollow. There is nothing of fulfillment in it. It can do nothing. All it can do is get blown away. So remember this when you find yourself in trial and tribulation. Stand your ground upon the word of God and be like wheat and fall to the floor where the cross waits, waits for us. The ground is level where the cross is. And where the ground is level, where the cross is, there's a puddle of blood because that blood ran down for you and me. Jesus's blood was shed for you and me. So that when we are sifted, we will not come apart. We will not lose ourselves in the process of being sifted, but we will remember what was done for us on Golgotha. We will remember who took three nails in his body. We will remember who took a crown of thorns to his head and a, and a sword piercing to his side. We will remember that he was placed in a borrowed tomb. We will remember that he was there for three days, according to the Hebrew calendar. And we will remember that he was raised again on the third day with all power in his hand. We will remember when we are sifted because we are being sifted right now. And if you think for a second that these hurricanes are, are happening by scientific chance, New York City kicked God out. Louisiana kicked God out. Do you not think that the living God, the creator of all things will stand for that? New Orleans got exactly what it deserved. And so did New York city got exactly what it deserves. And if you want to test him, turn your back on him and see what happens to you. I'm not talking to you traveling pulpit family. I'm talking to the ones who you share this message with, who may have, who may still have some doubt in their mind. You see, I understand traveling pulpit family that we are solid. We are on the same page. We know that our savior is Jesus Christ. We know that through our faith, we are saved. We know this, but it's for those that you share this message with those who are, who are skeptical, those who are on the fence. 
and those who listen without having any intention of building a relationship with Christ. It is so important that you start that relationship foundation today. There is no guarantee for tomorrow, but you have that opportunity today. You ever want to know what it's like to be on the winning side? All you have to do is have faith. Jesus told his disciples, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can tell that mountain to move from here to there and it will move. It will have no choice because that faith that is inside of you will make it so that nothing will be impossible for you, Jesus says. Do you know that faith has two key components? There is hope and certainty. Hope is what we believe in and having no doubt, even when we can't see it, is the certainty that we stand on when we go through trials and tribulations. Because we're going to go through them. We're, oh boy, we, we, we're in them right now. You know, if, if, if I had to say where we are in the book of Revelation, which is just the revealing, we are so far past all those things that people, other people want to focus on and talk about. We're so past all of those things. You know, what it means to be a Christian that we are now being bashed over. Jesus said these things would happen also. What it means to be a Christian that we're being bashed about comes from Antioch. Paul was in Antioch for a year. I believe that was Acts 19, 11. And the first Christians or the followers of the way, they were called Christians Little Christ. That's what Christian means. Little Christ. So we're being bashed now. We're being tried. We're going through the tribulations. But I want you traveling pulpit family to know this. If the qualifications of an apostle is to have seen the risen Christ, the Messiah, then the qualifications of a Christian is to have a relationship with with the same risen Christ and Messiah. It is that simple. Jesus said, if those who hate you do so hate you, remember they hated me first, they hated him first. So it is not a time for us to turn our back and run. It is not time for us to to get scared because of the things that we're seeing. It is time for us to have faith in the things that we are believing. You see, faith is the substance of things hopeful and the evidence of things not seen. And when we first came to Christ, we came to him with that understanding that we will believe by faith, not having to see these things, but knowing these things exist. So here is our opportunity right now. And here is what I want you to know, traveling pulpit family. That race that we're running in, it's not a sprint. 
It's a marathon and it's not given to the weak. It's not given to those who, well, let me say it this way. Everyone is running a race. Everyone. That, that race, let, let me correct myself. That race is for everyone. But there are some who are weak. There are some who won't finish the race. There are some who will give up and quit. There are some who will, who will begin to wonder why we have to run this race at all. And there'll be some who don't even believe that they should be running this race because they don't believe in races. But wisdom is better than folly, traveling pulpit family. And Solomon says, there is nothing new under the sun. But having seen the things under the sun, the race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to the intelligent, nor favor to those with knowledge, but time and chance happen to all. For man does not know his time, like fish that are taken in an evil net, and like birds that are caught in a snare, so the children of man are snared at an evil time when it suddenly falls upon them. Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you for this message. I didn't have a lot to say this week because sometimes I I just need to say what the Lord needs for me to say. And it comes out the way it comes out. You know, a lot of times I listen to different preachers and they're so charismatic in their words and they're so stirring in, in their storytelling that they miss the mark of going out after what Christ sent them out to do. That was to tell them to build a relationship with him. This is about him, not us. The traveling pulpit is not to glorify me, myself, or I. It is to glorify the king of this universe, the savior of our souls, the foundation of, in our relationship. That is what the traveling pulpit is about. So I thank you for the opportunity to just come and present to you the word of God on this day. And I look forward for the opportunity, if the Lord allows to present to you on the day to come, which would be Wednesday with the word, should the Lord allow the word that day. But until that time, I want to say thank you for this opportunity today. Please share this message with your neighbor, your family, uh, your coworker, uh, whether you are in your car or, or riding your bike or wherever you are, or you know someone who you think needs to hear this message, please share this message with that person because that person needs to hear the word of God. They don't need to hear me. They need to hear the word of God. And I hope and pray, Traveling Pulpit family, as we continue to journey, that you will continue to hear the word of God and not the word of me, because I do not account for anything, but I account for everything in Christ. That is all I have to say today. I love you, Traveling Pulpit family. Shh. Let, let me say, let me say this. And then, then I'm going to shut it down.
like I always do. I've gotten used to doing this, so I'm going to do this now. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time now and forever. Amen. God bless you, Traveling Pulpit family, and looking forward to doing this with you with Wednesday on the Word. Bye for now.